everything in you and that you helped him in the fraud? I said leave her alone, Santerre gritted, reaching Jamie's side at last. His fingers closed around her arm. Jamie flinched as the strong, blunt hand chained her to Cade's side. Memories of the last time he had touched her flamed in her mind. That had been two nights ago. Then, the strength in his hands had been a source of wonder and excitement. He had wielded his masculine power so easily, Jamie recalled with a vivid clarity that stained her cheeks even now. So very easily. And she had been such a fool, giving him everything she had to give, both promises and passion. Neither, it seemed, meant much to Cade Santerre. With his free hand, Cade grasped the quivering Isabel and started on a path toward the front door of the beautiful Fitzgerald home. In spite of themselves, reporters and photographers gave way before the implacable, savage intent reflected clearly in Santerre's unyielding features. Don't do us any favors, Cade, Jamie hissed as she was hauled through the jostling crowd. It's a little late for that kind of thing. These guys are like vultures, Cade muttered guiding the two women up the flagstone walk. I can deal with vultures, Jamie retorted, ignoring one particularly persistent cameraman who was running alongside. After all, they don't show up until after the kill. It's the predator who brings down the victim in the first place who's really dangerous. I assume it was me you were describing a minute ago when you climbed out of the car, Kate observed as they reached the front door. He waited with obvious impatience while Jamie sorted out the right key. Miss Isabel clung to his arm, peering around anxiously. When one or two newsmen tried to move in again, Cade warded them off with a chilling glance. Santerre had the kind of eyes well-suited to such glances, Jamie thought vaguely. They were a feral, tawny brown, laced with small flecks of gold. The eyes of a hunting cat. I'm... I'm quite sure Jamie didn't mean you, Mr. Santerre, Miss Isabel hastened to assure him as she ducked her head to avoid a camera. Even in a crisis, her good manners and fundamental faith in people came to the fore. Of course I meant him, Jamie said coldly as she turned the key in the lock. Who else do we know who fits the description so perfectly? Jamie, I've got to talk to you. Cade reached over her shoulder to push open the door. He urged both women through into the hall and then slammed the door shut again, right in the face of the aggressive cameraman. Jamie ignored Cade, her attention on her employer. She spoke gently to the older woman. Go on upstairs, Miss Isabel. You need to rest. You didn't sleep last night, and you've had a horrible day. I'll be up in a little while with some hot tea. Miss Isabel looked uneasily at her personal assistant and then at the grim-faced man standing behind her. Are you quite sure, dear? I don't mind staying down here if you'd rather not talk to Mr. Santerre alone. She's perfectly safe with me, Cade muttered. Jamie nodded in agreement, her eyes narrowed behind the lenses of her stylish oversized glasses. That's right, Miss Isabel. I'm quite safe with Cade now. He's already gotten everything he wanted from me. Go on upstairs. You need some rest. She sensed behind her Cade's sharply indrawn breath, but he said nothing as Miss Isabel walked slowly up the carpeted stairs and disappeared.
Jamie watched her sadly. She'd never seen her employer in such a condition. The older woman appeared astonishingly frail today. Her normal energy and enthusiasm had been drowned beneath the weight of shock and worry. And there was nothing Jamie could do except try to offer support and friendship. Her own sense of guilt just made the situation all the more depressing. Jamie waited as long as possible, but when she heard the door to her employer's room close, she knew she could no longer delay facing Cade Santerre. Summoning up the full extent of what remained of her inner fortitude, she swung around and confronted the man who had made passionate love to her only two nights ago. Why are you still hanging around, Cade? Haven't you done enough damage? I'm not leaving until I've made you understand exactly what happened, he vowed harshly. It wasn't supposed to end like this. I've been trying to tell you that since yesterday, but you wouldn't even take my...